Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. If you're on the other side of the world, and it is time. Sorry about that, Bruce Buffer. But uh, UFC 281 is upon us, and holy, holy hell, it's about time because these fight nights, uh, they sometimes can be a bit of a doozer, but these pay-per-views, they make sure to stack them. Now, before I get into that, how are you guys doing? Again, hope you guys had a good week, fantastic week. 11-11, November 11, 2022. God damn, this, this year is just coming to a close, right? But we got to go out with a bang. And for me, for this week, um, what did I do this week? What did I do? What did I do? Um... Mainly just watching some movies in my free time. That's usually what I do. Movies, gym, watch some UFC fighting, and, and some gaming. You want to hit me up on some gaming, uh, send me a message, send me an email, and we'll, we'll see what's up. But for the movies part, uh, watch, what did I watch? The Terrifier, and because the, the Terrifier 2 is out in theaters now. Um, so I'm halfway through that, and I want to go watch The Terrifier 2. If you guys watch reviews like I do, got like a high 88, which is fan. That's a good that's a good score for a rated R movie. Anything that's like, you know, 70s below. There's just so much content out there that you just really can't consume everything. Right. It's just there, there's too much. There's just way too much. So Terrifier 2 going to check that out this weekend. I'll let you guys know how that is next week. But uh, rated R movie and. The one thing I'm kind of hesitant about is I hear it's kind of like Clockwork Orange <laughs> for all you millennials out there to remember that movie. Uh, it's just if you guys haven't watched it, it, apparently it's just really, really extremely gory. So I don't know. I'll, I'll see what's up. I'm, I'm going to check it out. Uh, you know, I, I just love rated our movies. But anyways, other than that, uh, shows. Um, I'm still in the middle even of Ozarks, man. That's how just behind the things that I am, right? Still just watching Ozark, but it is hella fantastic. Check it out. I think the it's over with now. The, that's I think that's why I have not been so adamant about finishing it. It's just because it's it's the end. It's still fantastic episode five, but meh. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And I'll have some more updates for some more TV shows and movies next week. But for so far, let's just let's just hop right on in because holy hell that they stock, they stacked it from top to bottom. Leading with the main event, Israel Adesanya taking on Alex Piera. It has been about time that this fight has been made. It's a lot of people are saying Alex Pierre is undeserving, which I could see why. But Israel has just cleaned out the division. He really has paved the way for his nemesis, Piera, to get this title shot. I mean, who hasn't Israel beat in the 185-pound division, right? He's taken on Robert Whitaker, Marvin Vittori, Paulo Acosta, Derek Brunson, uh, Jared Cannonier. I mean, there's literally nobody else in the division. And why not Alex Pierre? You know, he beat him twice in kickboxing. First time, uh, he lost by decision. Second time, he knocked out Israel. So why not Pierre, right? And this this fight is interesting for a lot of reasons because if Israel wins, he's now been talking about in interviews, he wants to go up to 205 to try to get that strap again. 
If he does do that, I believe that he should take the John Jones route, right? Take like a year off, bulk up, um, maybe do an interim. Robert Whitaker is definitely going to be uh, one side of a fighter on that interim title. And Israel can go up to 205, you know, try to take that strap from Alex. Why not? I'd be, I'd be game to see that. So overall, um, for this fight, how it's going to go down, Israel... He needs to poke, right? He needs to jab Alex Pereira. He needs to stay away from that power. He really needs to essentially download him the first two or three rounds, which I believe exactly that's what he's going to do. He'd be foolish to go in there and try to throw hands at this man that looks like granite or marble <laughs> or something because Alex Pereira is a terrifying man. No idea how he makes 185. Definitely believe that. Uh, he's going to go up to 205 because this is probably ridiculous. Uh, uh, he showed a picture of him on Instagram. He was at 230. Can you imagine? Can you imagine for a fight having to literally drop around 40 pounds and then fight for your life? I can't. I just I weigh I'm about a buck 55 taking up 20 pounds sounds terrible. This man comes from 230 pounds to 185. Literally what? 45 pounds? Get the phone get out of here with all that. I don't know what you talking about. But he does it. That's why I definitely believe after this fight he's going to go up a weight class which he definitely should. But regardless, um that's why I believe Israel his team they know this. He has a very smart group of individuals around him. He has Alexander Volkanovsky around him, who is currently the number one pound-for-pound pound fighting fighter in the whole entire world. He has Dan Hooker. He has Brad Riddell. And they have a solid team around him when it comes to city kickboxing. Now, so the fact that he cut so much weight, I do believe that Israel is going to try to tire him out the first, the first two or three rounds because that's exactly what I would do. Make him get tired from that heavy, heavy weight cut that he does. And then try to go for the finish, maybe in the fourth or fifth round. Israel definitely wants this finish. He wants to put a stamp on this so no one can doubt him on those first two matches. Because if he gets embarrassed, if he gets embarrassed by <laughs> Alex Pierre and gets knocked out again, oh my God, talk about a bad night of sleep. So... Israel, just get the job done. I got Israel winning by decision. I'm going to say decision. I don't believe he's going to finish him. He's going to try to in those later rounds, but I, I don't think he's going to do it. If he does it, holy hell, does his stock go through the goddamn roof. But Israel Adesanya, unanimous decision. That is my bet. Lock it in. Now, uh, we do have some fantastic honorable mentions from top to bottom. Uh, Co-main event, Carlo Esparza taking on Zhang Wei Li. That's interesting for a lot of reasons. If you guys have been following that as well, Carla won the belt from that lackluster decision off of Thug Rose, which, come on now, if you watched that fight, it could have gone either way. Uh, did Carla won? Okay, I guess she won that fight. Yeah, she, I mean, there was like 10 strikes thrown. She got a takedown. Uh, okay, she won. But I believe with Zhang Weili, uh, working with the king of cringe, Henry Cejudo himself, who's also talking about coming back, her really putting so much emphasis on her wrestling and her takedowns and her grappling because she did not really have that before. If she can implement that and keep this fight standing, she should win this fight. Uh, I'm going to say via TKO in the third or fourth round, but there's always a but. There's always a but. 
if Carla can um if Carla can take her down, it's gonna be a rough night for Zhang Wei Li. She showed that even though she's been training wrestling, when it comes to wrestling, you have to have multiple years in the bank of training day in and day out, grind after grind. It's what they teach you over in the AKA gym, one of my favorite gyms of all time. Zhang Wei Li, just she can't. I don't believe she can make up for the, for that lost time because she just started wrestling maybe two years ago, and Carla's been doing it forever. So it's going to be really tough to see, and that's obviously going to be Carla's game plan to take her down. So overall, I have Zhang Wei Li. I want Zhang Wei Li to win, but I do believe Carla's going to probably take it in a decision, and she's also going to retain. Will I eat my words? Maybe. Maybe. And for the people's main event, we do got Poirier taking on Michael Chandler. Man, this could have been the main event, right? The It's crazy that this is the third fight on the card because this is the one that all the eyeballs are going to be waking up to. Because I know I am. Dustin Poirier taking on Michael Chandler. If this doesn't scream violence, I don't know what does. And the only crime in this main event is that it is not five rounds. That's exactly what it should be. It should be a five-round main event fight. But I'll be happy with three, three three-minute rounds. All right, let's see what's up. Don't expect any wrestling's going to go down in this fight game at all unless Michael Chandler is like, hey, man, I can't do these wars anymore. It's just kind of impossible for me. I'm taking all the damage. If he does that and decides that he's a wrestler now, it, it may be a, a long night for Dustin Poirier, but I do believe Dustin can defend. He's been showing that he has good takedown defense, unless your name is Khabib, and there's no shame in that. But other than that, Chandler and Poirier, this should be a stand-up affair. I got Dustin Poirier winning. While they, boof, <laughs> while they both like the stand and trade, Dustin Poirier does have the crispier hands. Uh, he's shown that time and time again. Very fluid boxing, doesn't get overly aggressive and overextends himself. Michael Chandler does all of that. You guys remember in the Justin Gaethje fight, he just did not, he did not fight smart at all, and it really did cost him. So, and this is this is my fight of the night, the fight that I'm most anticipated for this whole entire night, and I got Dustin Poirier winning. I'm gonna say decision as well. Uh, there could be a knockout. I thought Justin Gaethje versus Chandler was gonna be a knockout, but you know, sometimes you just can't get him out of there, and. That is so. My official prediction for that is Dustin Poirier, the diamond from Lafayette, Louisiana, stand up. And one good notable mention is Frankie Edgar, the answer Edgar. For all my millennials out there, again, you guys know how much respect we have for this man, Frankie Edgar. He's been doing it time and time again, and it's just, you know, it's his retirement fight. He became uh, the, the lightweight champion. He's going to definitely go into the Hall of Fame. He's retiring in his home his home state. Well, he's from, um, I want to say, he's not He's from not from New York. The fight is in uh, the Garden, but uh, Madison Square Gardens. But Frankie Edgar is from, oh, God, I can't think of the place. It's really close to it. Uh, from Jersey. Oh, he's from New Jersey. But, you know, this is the closest we can get, so. Frankie Edgar, I got to put all my money in on Frankie Edgar winning against Chris Gutierrez. He doesn't have the biggest of names. And 
It's a retirement fight, man. Chris, just let him win, if anything, man. I, I know you're not going to let him win, but if you can't for me, just let Frank Edgar take this W, man. We need him in that Hall of Fame with the big-ass smile on his face. So my heart goes out to Frankie Edgar. Love you, man, and hope hope you get the job done. And so with that, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. I'll be breaking these down on Monday or Tuesday Maybe even Sunday. I want to do this one kind of early. So make sure you guys tune in. Let me know what you see. And I will catch you guys next time. Peace.